are some things there are no explanations for. It's some of the great mysteries of life. Welcome to More Than Money, where we explain all those things that are unexplainable, where we explain the mysteries of life, where we, we do all that stuff. And occasionally answer financial questions as well. Welcome. If you are a loyal listener to uh, More Than Money, then you know how this works. We're going to give you lots of ways that you can reach us. And that's not the same phone. Yeah. Things are very different here. Goodness. Um, well, I've been away, so we'll figure last, out. Last week I changed everything. I, I noticed that. Well, you are the host. So welcome to More Than Money. Gene Dickinson and Alyssa Young, your host. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, another lovely Saturday. It is. Uh, you had a great uh, night last night. We'll hear about that momentarily. Diane and I and some friends, we're going to have a hopefully great night tonight down in Philadelphia at the Kenny Chesney concert. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But most importantly, we talk about you. You are the heart of the show. You're the number one reason that we get up at Oh Dark 30 on Saturday mornings and show up um, after hanging laundry out. All right, here's a quiz for you. One of us <laughs> put laundry on the line this morning. One of us... Did a workout this morning. Which is which? <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty easy one. Okay. Uh, if you wish to join us with any questions about investments, about retirement, income taxes, Roth IRAs, 401ks, Roth conversions. Getting some interesting questions about that now that the market's down. Not a bad idea. Uh, be able to transfer a chunk of your IRA at a lower cost now and a lower tax bill now because your accounts are a little lower in value, a lot lower in value, a <clears throat> whatever. And uh, then watch all that uh, rebound come back in a tax-free environment. Not a dreadful idea. Estate planning, wills and trust and medical directives and all that kind of good stuff. And then business. If you have a business you'd like to start, maybe figure out how to run it a bit better or perhaps liquidate, then you've got exactly the right spot. I'm staring at a phone that means nothing. 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. And, of course, if you would like to... Uh, uh, either listen in the privacy of your headsets while you're at work <laughs> or share the sh show with folks you care about coast to coast and border to border. All you need to do is go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the listen live button. And if you, um, if you have a question as we go along, all you have to do is hit the ask Gene button. Um, Good morning, and uh, tomorrow's Father's Day. Don't forget to wish your dad and your father-in-law a happy I Father's will. Day. A happy Father's Day to you. Well, thank you so much. And it's... to all of the dads in our audience. Um, we are blessed. There's lots of great dads out there. And uh, uh, let me think. 32 years ago, I lost my dad. And think about him every day. Think mm -hmm. about him every single day. Um, of course, uh, frozen in time, now he would have been... 95 this year. Oh, wow. Um, impossible for me to even imagine because I've got him. He was 62 when we lost him. So it's uh, too young. 
Yeah, too young. Um, hmm, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. But uh, gosh, best dad ever. Mm. Best dad ever. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, and uh, and to you moms who uh, and there's lots of you who are both mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, happy Father's Day to you too. We are equal opportunity. Happy <laughs> Father's Day, wisher. <laughs> so you're gonna do something with your dad? Yeah, we're hosting dinner at my house on on Sunday night with my dad and my father-in-law and my sister's family. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, we're having chicken tacos. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, every Italian family should have chicken tacos on. All right, never mind. That made no sense whatsoever. Um, well, that's fantastic. Uh, last night you had a, a, a nice night with your family? Yeah, we had a great time. We went to an Iron Pigs game at Coca-Cola Park. It was a beautiful night to be outside, um, perfect weather. Those games are always fun. I, I think, I don't remember if we went last season or if it was two years ago, but we sat on the lawn with some friends, and I don't like that as much uh, as sitting in the seats. The lawn out in center field. Yes. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. pay attention to the game as well. Uh, I, where we were sitting last night, you could see the players you know, see their faces. And I have a much easier time, like, being interested in following the game, like, paying attention to the game. And I, I enjoyed it very much. We had a, all, we all had a great time. And it was so funny. We were um, sitting there for a few minutes before Andrew realized that one of his football teammates' family was sitting directly in front of us. Like, his teammate was sitting directly in front of me, and Andrew was two seats down. And he's like, Griffin? And, and then they were laughing because it took, it took them maybe – Maybe it was 10 minutes before they realized oh. that they were sitting there. That, that was funny. He saw a few friends that he knows um, at the ballpark. But I had one of the new uh, menu items for dinner. It was um, pierogies with pork, coleslaw, and um, oh, what else? Pork, coleslaw, and it was so good. And I didn't even remember what else was on it. On top of pierogies. Like, there was something else in there, too. It was delicious. You had me at pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, pork, of yeah, course. Yeah, little pulled pork, some barbecue sauce. It was oh. delicious. Yeah, we all had some good food, and yeah, we had a nice, a nice time. I um, forgot how much fun those games are. Although I did miss one thing, and I don't know if it happened while I was getting food, or if it did, if they just didn't do it. But the dancing dirt dudes is one of my favorite parts of every Iron Pigs game. Dancing. Dirt dudes. Mm-hmm. So the guys who come out to like smooth the yeah yeah they pull the chain. Yeah, right? they usually stop and dance in the middle of the field, and they didn't do it last night. They I saw them do the dirt thing at the end of the seventh or top of the seventh inning. When do they do it? Whatever seventh inning, they're doing the dirt thing, and they just left the field. And I was like, why aren't you dancing? So that was a real letdown. Um, but other than that. <laughs> It was great. And they won. The pigs won. Even better. Yeah. Even and better. fireworks. Ah, uh, Friday night at Coca-Cola Park, fireworks. How were the fireworks? Good. It was, they were good and sh- they were short. Oh. They did like just the right amount of fireworks. Uh, we had a great time. It is a fabulous pay- place to see baseball. It's safe and the people are nice and almost virtually never does anybody act super stupid uh-uh. or... Um, the, the food is great. The prices are reasonable. It's clean. It's close cl- to home. Oh, it's just fantastic. Yeah. So what a um, um, what, uh, quality of life addition 
to the Lehigh Valley. You get uh, uh, Coca-Cola Park. You've got the State Theater. You've got Dorney. You've got lots of lots of value add to just being where we live. Yeah, and that you don't have to go too far tonight to see a great show. Yeah, it's too far for Gene, but Gene's mm. Gene's just a cranky old guy. I mean, it just that's the way it works. Yeah, Lincoln Financial for uh, Kenny Chesney and friends. <laughs> I have no idea who all is going to be there. Uh, my wife and my daughters have uh, them memorized. I'm going to look it up. Uh, con- countries, uh, and I love country. I love all music, so. Yeah. All right, rap is maybe not my, f- I mean, it's pretty far down the list of favorites, but I've even found some of that stuff that's not too bad. But bottom <laughs> line is uh, we'll have a really good time, and uh, uh, this has been rescheduled. I think this is the the fourth reschedule. Oh, wow. Over two years. And several of the original acts have been swapped out. and But it'll be great. It'll be mm. great fun. Speaking of great fun, stock market, great fun. Not so much. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, lights at the end of the tunnel. Some folks are uh, uh, looking for, some would say praying for, um, some lights at the end of the tunnel. The market's had a rough week this week. They've had rough three, four, five months, and this all started back in November. So you're looking at basically an eight-month run. And I mention that specifically because one of the reports that I reviewed this morning in preparation for the show was um, the analysis of uh, bear markets and how long they typically take to develop, hit bear market, and then start their rebound. And we're right at the midpoint. We're right at the median of how long, eight months is about how long the average decline in the market lasts. So using simply uh, not, not analysis, not technical analysis or fundamental analysis of the markets or of the economy, but simply going on historical numbers, mm-hmm. we are within spitting distance of bottoms. Yeah, wouldn't that be lovely? That would be. Uh, several folks who spend their lives analyzing these things are saying, hey, you got to be careful because uh, with what's going on in the energy world, uh, which is our world, mm-hmm. every time you fill up the pump, um, it, it's still, I got to confess, still a shock to my system when I see triple digits on the pump. Yeah. When it crosses over 100 bucks. Uh, to fill your tank, wow. And for so many folks who cannot afford that, um, life is really, really desperate. It does not seem that there's going to be any significant relief coming from the administration. Quite the opposite. seems like they, uh, they're embracing and encouraging higher prices. You guys will figure that out and have already figured that out. Uh, but... The demand is starting to soften. Uh, interest rates, uh, uh, the Fed has raised rates again, mm-hmm. expected to continue to raise rates right on through the end of the year and into next. There are a number of well-respected voices who are saying, we, we see an end. We, we, we see an inflection point coming, um, as opposed to even a month ago, which was eh, no end in sight. It just... <laughs> just going to keep on going mm-hmm. um challenging time uh more emotionally than financially for most people um i know that you were counseling a young lady yesterday who was thinking about 
becoming a financial advisor in her profession and and you were talking to her about something she might want to study in college yes i told her about the part of our work that is about emotions and behavior and um suggested maybe just studying a little bit of that kind of psychology because uh, our job is about so much more than managing investments since we don't control what happens in the economy and the market we have to help people manage their decisions and their plans, and that is largely emotional. So I was telling her about how this is a harder time in our um, you know, careers because we have to have those tough decisions with people who are anxious and nervous and um, confused, and um, that's what a lot of our day is spent doing is having those kinds of conversations. So, yeah, I tried to help her understand what, you know, maybe some things that she could think about and study to prepare herself for that part of being in, you know, in finance. And there are a lot of folks who are, um, they misunderstand our profession. There was a time 780 years ago where financial advisors were uniformly, uniformly old white guys. Hmm. That's who they were. Uh, they were um, old white guys based on if I'm going to let you invest my money, I'm not going to give it to a child. Uh, if I'm going to let you invest my money, I want somebody who has money. And if I'm going to let you invest uh, my money, it's got to be a guy because guys are good with math. And and women, oh, Jesus, girls are just, they're not mathy. They're just not mathy. Well, as we all know, now, 780 years later, steaming pile of hoo-ha, absolute boulder dash. Boulder dash? I told you, old white guys. Jeez. <laughs> That's only, that something from, only an old white guy. I know. It's like, like a, out of Sherlock Holmes from 1880, for God's sake. Boulder dash, I say, Watson. Okay. Uh, and made all the more boulder dashery uh, by... Um, progressions in technology, and uh, if if somebody is concerned or intimidated or or scared off by I've got to do complicated math, no, you don't. <laughs> complicated math is now done for basically everyone. If you thought that you needed to figure out how to calculate the standard deviation on the rate of return of an ETF over a twelve month trailing period. You're going, okay, my head hurts. I've never had no, to do that. No, you've never had to. No, and none of us have to do that on a daily basis. You push a number, you, you push a button, you, you, you click on a, uh, on a toggle, and it's there for you. The hard part of being a financial advisor now, specifically this moment in time, is managing uh, emotions yeah. and assisting clients in having the context and the perspective to say, stock markets suck right now. Suck being a technical term that we use, meaning that they're underperforming our expectations. <laughs> That's pretty straightforward stuff. But if you are calm, if you are um, um, wise, if, if you have rational. the rational, <laughs> if you have the experience of, 780 years, or if you get to hang out with somebody who has 780 years of experience 
uh, you know that, uh, as I quoted in my newsletter that went out this week, uh, spring follows winter. Every single time. Every single time. And if you know that and you've made your plan solid and you've got an advisor that was wise enough to say, we're not going to put all your eggs in one basket. We're not going to put everything at risk. We're going to make adjustments and reviews. If your advisor is not speaking to you now, um, time to leave your advisor. I I realize that's a pretty blunt statement, but it's 100% accurate. If your advisor is not standing up and communicating with you a lot during times like these, they are of no value to you. They, they represent no value add whatsoever. And you should have one. Uh, outstanding financial advisors. This is mind-boggling to me anyway. Outstanding financial advisors charge no more than cruddy financial advisors. Cruddy, again, being financial advisors who underperform our expectations. <laughs> so if you are... Um, if, if your concern is cost, I think you're going to be remarkably surprised to find that there are wonderful, committed, hardworking, uh, dedicated financial advisors. They charge no more than the ones who are eh. So if you're dealing with a financial advisor you haven't spoken to so far this year, why, why are you selling yourself short? You deserve better. You deserve better. Uh, Speaking of deserving better, I mentioned my newsletter, the MTM Financial Group Company newsletter is out this week. And, all right, hang on a second, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We received this email. Uh Uh-oh. While I was away, I would like to receive Alyssa's newsletter, (laughs) which she mentioned on her radio show this morning. (laughs) I really enjoy listening to her. She is definitely in it. Did your mom write this? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I really enjoy listening to her. She is definitely an asset to your company. I'm a loyal listener to Gene's radio show and sometimes his TV show. Why? What? I get crumbs. I get <laughs> it's after the fact. Oh, uh, um, let me see. I better throw him something. Throw him a bone. <laughs> Just scrap. She didn't from... want you to be pouting. Uh, <laughs> Well, sadly, too late, too late. (laughs) Um, In addition to uh, the MTM company newsletter this week, my second quarterly newsletter came out as well. We sent it out by email yesterday. So if uh, you missed that or if you haven't checked your email, it's there. Um, And we'll also have print copies available. And I think there's a couple of folks who asked for it to be mailed. So. Um, we'll get that ready and get them out in the mail this coming Yeah, they should week. have that by Labor Day. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have some a couple of like articles and some photos and a promotion for our next Invest in You event, which is going to be Wednesday, July 13th at 6 p.m. We will do the Laughing at My Nightmare 5K together. So you can run, walk, or roll a 5k or you could do like a one mile loop or you can just be there to cheer and support us and immoral support, have fun right. immoral support yeah so that's all yeah in my uh newsletter is the banner up on our website for the laughing of my nightmare not yet this week we'll have everything ready uh all right i'm going to circle back to that here in a moment okay. 610-720-7900 610-720-7900 if you'd like to be the icebreaker for the show this morning 
That's the number that you will call. Gene at askmtm.com. Alyssa at askmtm.com. More than money online.com. Uh, turns out that uh, hundreds of folks listen to our show on podcast. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Um, makes me really, really happy that we went to the effort to, to put all that together and make that available. It turns out that lots and lots of you during our radio show are on the website and listening. That's really impressive as well. We're uh, kind of getting some feedback, not just from uh, Megan, who's our director of marketing, but uh, from um, there are a number of, oh goodness, industry-wide surveys that people do to give feedback about what's kind of typical in financial advisory firms. And I've got to tell you, as an audience, you are not typical. You are not, by any stretch of the imagination, typical. Uh, we are uh, so blessed that you respond and get engaged and um, and um, interact with us through the website. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, we get emails and phone calls throughout the week, but the website has really been very effective. So uh, I want to thank Megan for all her hard work, which circles me back to laughing at my nightmare. Next uh, week, the banner will be up, which, which will give you all the details. And Alyssa is exactly right. If you are a runner, as she is, and my wife is, and several others are, if you're a walker, pretty quick walker, as Gene is, far better than he was last year, um, as Gene is and many of ours, uh, many others in our group. And if you are a roller because you have perhaps some physical challenges that put you in the situation where uh, you need assistance from a wheeled vehicle, unbelievably welcome. And if you're an observer, if you're an encourager, we want you all to be there. Uh, Last year we did it kind of as an MTM team, and this year we're doing it as a uh, invest in you event. So we'd like to have as many of you there as we possibly can get. It'll be a hoot. Um, if you want to see Jingo face down at the end of 3.1 miles, it's, I think it's, that's not going to happen. Uh, not this year. Not this year. <laughs> 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Mike. Mike, good morning. Good morning. Um, my question is, I recently had a major medical in- illness and I had to retire from my work. And the 401k said I had to go into a different, you know, organization since I'm no longer working with them. So they put me in an IRA with a, a different company and I'm not really sure what I want to do. with it. They do everything by computer and they wanted me to go into half bonds and half stock and I didn't want to do any of that. So I, right now, I'm in a self-directed IRA with not doing anything at all. Mm. So what's your question for us? I'm trying to figure out what to do with it because uh. I don't do computers. And uh, <laughs> it's like I don't know what to do with the darn thing. Yeah, you, you, you will benefit undoubtedly by working with a financial advisor, somebody that can uh, be your partner along right. with this, somebody that can give you the information you need to make the best decisions for you um, that won't require you to be on your computer or a computer that can do things. Uh, we, we just mentioned our, our newsletters go out by email and by snail mail, things that are in print. And uh, the idea that right now going into half stocks and half bonds is is a pretty, in my mind, a pretty foolish idea. I think bonds are going to struggle. 
for quite some time as interest rates rise. So, uh, in fact, of the matter is there are lots of alternatives to stocks and bonds. So there are a lot of things that you need to evaluate. Um, sitting with a financial advisor makes a great deal of sense. Um, interview one or two until you get to somebody that you go, wow, I really trust them. And then they can help guide you as to what investment options uh, would best fit you. Okay. Um, what's the number for your company? Could I call them? Uh, you, you absolutely can. It's 610-746-7007. Uh, 746-7007. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you and have a blessed day. Uh, you too. God bless. 610-720-7900 gets you here. The number I just gave Mike is our office number, and it's um, uh, available 24-7, technology. <laughs> and, of course, if you want to talk to wonderful people, uh, not me, not Alyssa, come on, <laughs> but wonderful people like Melissa and Megan and Connie and Tammy, you can call them normal business hours, and they'll be happy to help. Uh, Voice of an Angel, which I understand uh, she was still with you last week. She was. Excellent. <laughs> 610-720-7900. Alyssa at Ask MTN. We'll take your calls after this on More Than Money. Welcome back to a more than money. Okay, we've got a couple folks who are asking for our newsletters. Okay, that's three. There's four. Wait, let's be specific. Is it your newsletter? Watch or yourself. Watch <laughs> yourself. Uh, if you are wise, this is my opinion. If you are wise, we have a very special uh, offer uh, today only. Um, you can get the MTM uh, company newsletter and Alyssa Young's newsletter free <laughs> as a combination package. Oh, wow. That's a great deal. It's a great deal. And you get Act now. But wait, there's more. <laughs> you can also email us. Everybody's gone, but. But we could do that before. Uh, yeah, that's, that, Wait a minute. Yeah, that doesn't sound so special. <laughs> uh, if uh, if you're if you're wise, I would sign up for both. I mean, my newsletter has a picture of Murphy in it. Your newsletter letter has a lot of pictures in it. Uh -huh. It's really, really between you and Megan, you you have crafted something that's really, really neat. Thank you. A lot of insights, a lot of good information. They, folks, it's free. It's, did I mention free? It's free. Both of them are. Yeah, jeans, uh, is, jeans is free too. Uh, free. So sign up for both of them, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Unbelievable. 
Um, 610-720-7900, Alyssa at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Okay, that's, I'm calculating. Um, Happy Father's Day to everybody in the audience to whom that applies, male or female. And I'm not being politically correct. I'm just saying there's a lot of moms out there that are moms and dads. By the way, there's a lot of dads out there that are dads and moms too. So um, just love your kids and be proud that you're a parent and there's nothing better. And as long as you love your kids, there's nothing better. Hmm. Um, Let me make sure I'm going to come back to that. Interest rates are up. I'll come back to that. Markets are down. I'll come back to that. Uh, Nazareth football next week. I'll come back to that. And Ontario, Lake Ontario last week. I'll come back to that. But 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Rick. Rick, good morning. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning. Um, Love the show. Try to catch it. Uh, Both shows. Uh, Great information. Uh, quick question. Um, I've had uh, two rental properties for 30 years. I'm approaching Social Security time. Uh, and I was wondering if I sell those properties, you're looking at a huge capital gain and recapture of depreciation. Other than reinvesting in other properties, like I read about the REITs and possibilities in that direction, is there a way to, re- after I sell, reposition the money to lessen or eliminate or procrastinate on paying the mm-hmm. capital gains and the recapture of depreciation? Yeah, it's a very fair, yeah, it's a very fair question and, and one that faces a lot of folks because in the Lehigh Valley, owning rental property has always been a pretty darn good investment. Um, so... The um, procrastinate in in the technical language, procrastinating on your taxes is called deferring, pushing them off for a later date. And there may be reasons that you uh, don't want to do that. We'll talk about that here in a second. But there obviously are reasons why you may very well want to do that. And the reality is that doing an exchange is the primary way that you can avoid current taxes, defer taxes to a later date. They don't have to go into new properties that you manage. However, you could exchange into a, a platform, a program. We have access through uh, our um, uh, partners at more than money uh, with various real estate programs that will accept exchanges uh, and defer the tax. And then they manage properties often national, uh, very, very multiple properties across the entire country uh, that you can uh, take advantage of similar benefits to uh, your current rentals without the without your hands-on management. That's the primary way you defer taxes. The secondary way is not a very good one, and, and it's by offsetting your capital gains with capital losses and typically, that kind of stinks. It, it kind of requires that you've got to have some other investments that have not done well. That is not typically a, an, an either an easy or an oftenly available um, opportunity. 
But now may be the time. If you have investments or if anybody out there is in a similar circumstance and find themselves with uh, stock investments, bond investments that have dropped in value, if you lock in those losses, they can be used to offset the gains on the sale of the property. Beyond that, I'm not familiar with any other ways to defer the taxes directly. Uh, contributions to retirement plans are tax deductible. They may help to offset uh, uh, capital gains. So if you're in a 401k and you've been putting a modest amount in and you want to bulk that up to the maximum, you might be able to offset some of those gains. But in general, it's a real challenge. Now, here, here's a reason why you might not want to defer. Uh, if you're approaching retirement age, are you currently on Medicare? I just started Medicare. Okay. Uh, darn. Um, would have been nicer, maybe, in my mind, if you hadn't for this reason. Uh, major income bumps, major increases in your income will increase your Medicare premium typically for two years. So if you have a large capital gain, your Medicare premiums are adjusted higher. And then after two years, when your income normalizes, uh, it drops back. So there's some, there's some challenges there. Do you work with a professional tax preparer or do you do this yourself? I've been doing it myself because basically we've been, it's uh, me and my wife, and we live on the income of the rental properties and a small pension. So it, it's fairly simple. And I, I've been able to do the deductions and itemizing for the schedule uh, D and E um, there my, myself. For round numbers, uh, if it's, you know, based on the sale of the properties, let's just say 500000 mm -hmm. I'm estimating probably with some capital gains and recapture depreciation, I'm going to say, you know, you, you might be looking at, you know, $80,000 of that going uh, in to uh, capital gains and recapture, uh, just a rough estimate there. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to think of a way to replace, um, the, uh, you know, with some other type of investment. To, uh, right now, the properties do, um, you know, maybe be consistently between 7 and 9% based on a cap rate, if you want to look at it that way. So mm -hmm. replicating that might be difficult. Yeah, it's good. It, it may very well be a challenge. If the issue is... Uh, replication, um, there are some opportunities that you should explore. If the issue is I want to retire and I don't want to be doing the work on the rentals and collecting the rents and maintaining, et cetera, that's a very that's different, that, I'm sorry. That's it. I, I, I'm at a point, we're at a point, we did it for 30 years. It's like, I would like to uh, simplify. Oh, I, I, I understand completely. Well, at this point, um, up to this point, uh, filing your tax return, I agree. Very straightforward, kind of uh, same old, same old year after year. When you're considering the liquidation of the properties or some sort of exchange program to defer the taxes, this is no longer, in my opinion, a do-it-yourself project. You would be well advised to sit with a professional tax preparer um, go through what those numbers specifically would be, and perhaps a financial advisor who has access to these uh, exchange programs where you can go from active management to passive management and see where those returns might 
take you. If you can get reasonably close without the work, that's a huge advantage. If it turns out that you absolutely can't, then that may change your mind about wanting to liquidate the properties. So um, I, I wouldn't be uh, aggressive. I mean, at a point where I'd be having having to get the seven to nine percent, but I would I would be interested probably like in a conservative type reinvestment if that's doable to even you know uh, minimize uh, you know. Uh, what I'm paying, uh, you know, as far as uh, recapture and yeah, Rick. What 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 we're looking at here is it uh, you you need um, the framework. You need uh, to to know what uh, point A is first. Know from a tax standpoint and from an options standpoint, what are your investment options before you make your decision? Again, I would encourage you to sit with a financial advisor. Of course, our more than money advisors offer uh, free. Uh, initial consultations. So that would be an easy first step for you to meet with our team. We have tax uh, professionals inside our own organization uh, headed up by um, on the tax side by by Diane, if that is her real name. And uh, they could give you a lot of of counsel. So um, before the end of the show, of course, we're going to give you a contact number. So reach out and we'll be happy to sit down and, and walk you through as much information as we possibly can. Oh, great. Thank you. Rick, thank you so much for the call. God bless. God bless you. Uh, 610-720-7900. We go back to the phones. We talk to George. George, good morning. Good morning, Gene. I have a follow-up question to a response by mail that I received from Diane yesterday in regard to an inherited IRA. And yeah. she explained, and I understand it now, that if there are losses in, a IRA, uh, in an IRA investment, you cannot write it off on an income tax if you were to cash it in and then uh, try to report it on the 2022 tax. But my follow-up question would be, let's say, for an example, that you had stock in an inherited IRA that was purchased initially for $40 a share, and now it's worth $20 a share. If you were to liquidate uh, that, transfer that into a non-IRA account, pay the taxes on an inherited IRA, and now that is in a non-IRA account, can you then report, uh, sell that at 20 and your cost the four was 40 Can you then deduct the losses against either gains or the 3000 maximum per year if you don't have any gains? Can the, that be no, the answer is no. You're not. No, and it's a very simple uh, explanation. When you take the money from an IRA, uh, you're going to liquidate the assets inside the IRA. In this case, a stock that was originally valued at 40 is now valued at 20. It's going to be turned to cash. That cash goes into the non-IRA account, could be a Roth account, could be an individual account. That's kind of a personal choice. And then that stock is repurchased. The repurchase of that stock is at $20 a share. So there is no loss if it's sold at 20 So you so, cannot transfer it to an IRA account without selling it, just transfer uh, it. And, and you absolutely, yes, you absolutely can. And your cost basis is reset at the market value when it arrives at the new account. Thank you. Appreciate You're welcome. It. No worries. 610-720-7900. This is the original uh, email. A uh, young lady who is 53 inherited an IRA, uh, currently invested in an, in an annuity. Uh, in the past year or so, the value has dropped from 242 to 192. So a $50,000 drop. 
Um, 10,000 of that was the, with the required minimum distribution. So basically a $40,000 drop worried about the rapid decline, considering withdrawing a large portion to pay off an auto loan, invest in some safe short-term CD, um, at least paying off my auto loan, I'd have something tangible to show for my money. God bless you. Uh, if I make this withdrawal the loss, can I deduct the loss? The answer is no. Uh, distributions from an IRA are never uh, um, what uh, reported on your tax return as a loss. All distributions from IRAs are uh, taxable. All distributions from standard IRAs, traditional IRAs, and 401ks, traditional 401ks, are taxable income, ordinary income. So the term cost basis is interesting inside an IRA, but it doesn't mean the same thing as it does in reporting on a Schedule D capital gains for income tax purposes. Uh, in an IRA, it is not a cost basis. It's what you paid. You say, but cost basis is what I paid. No, that's absolutely not the case. Cost basis may include what you paid for a particular asset, but it also includes any expenses that you may have had. So, for example, real estate, you say, I paid 100 grand. That's my cost basis. No, it's not. Did you have any expenses in buying the property? Well, I had some legal expenses. I had, yeah, I had 3,000. So your cost basis is actually 103,000. In the old days when stockbrokers actually charged commissions to buy and sell stocks, that added to the cost basis. Most don't anymore, so that's not really an issue. But inside of the uh, IRA, you pay $40 for a share of stock, and it's currently worth 40 that is information, but it is not a taxable, tax reportable information. If it's not in an IRA and you paid 40, let's just say for 100 shares of stock, $40 a share, it's now worth 20. You have a loss if you sell, you have a loss of $20 a share time, times 100. You have a $2,000 tax deduction, and depending on your tax bracket, that could save you maybe a thousand bucks. That'd be pretty lovely. That's something that needs to be uh, planned out and taken advantage of. Lots of folks last year reported a lot of profit. A lot of folks had some whiny moments with their tax preparers. Ah, that's a lot of money. I got to pay taxes because you made a lot of money. If you were unhappy last year, think how happy you're going to be this year. There's a silver lining. See, you're going to save so much money on taxes. How cool is that going to be? Just having fun with you. <laughs> Six one zero. Oh, okay. Very good. Um, by the way, we're getting a lot of requests for the newsletters. And for those of you who have been receiving my dull, boring, uh, nearly totally irrelevant, ancient production of our newsletter for years and years, we got a couple emails going, um, I only got, I only got the office newsletter. You have to sign up for Alyssa's. You have to actually request it. So all of you who are dogpiling into my email <laughs> saying, now I want Alyssa's. I want Alyssa's. Um, we, if, if you're getting it by email, we'll send it to you. We'll send it to you. Just, but you got to request it. I'm not going to make it easy for you. Gene's <laughs> email's not old and ancient and boring. It's full of wonderful information. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, that's written wonderful. in Gene's you know. Oh, an inimitable style. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I am I, so 
Ugh. Listen, if you want my newsletter, don't tell Gene you want it. Just no, you can tell ask, me. Just ask it's, me. It, it's okay. For God's sakes, I just signed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's like, what's all this uh, talk I, about? I got it. I got it. Everyone's <laughs> raving. I need to see. <laughs> yeah, they're raving. They're raving lunatics. <laughs> Every single one of them. Did I say that out loud? Okay. Um, okay. Um, 610-720-7900. I promised to circle back to a bunch of stuff at the, uh, okay, so let's go easy to later. We've already talked ad nauseum about newsletters. Uh, (laughs) July 13th, circle the date. That's our laughing at my, uh, easy for you to say. Apparently not. (laughs) Laughing at my nightmare, run, walk, roll, 5k event. We are also integrating our Invest in You event. Fabulous idea. That's fantastic. The Invest in You events have been just wonderful. And it's based on a very simple um, component, the people who show up. They're just wonderful. Yes. Gosh, the, I, I've only been involved in the one at the Animal Center for Animal Health and Welfare such good people. Oh my gosh. Well, we welcome all of you, whether you're a runner, a walker, or whether you roll in your own uh, chariot or uh, you get pushed in a stroller. I don't care. Nope. Or if you just want to hang out with us and help us raise some awareness, hopefully raise some funds. Uh, we are a sponsor of the event and have been since the very first day. Uh, when Shane and Sarah Burkhaw, now Sarah Usenoff, um, when Shane and Hannah uh, Burkhaw and Sarah Usenoff say, hey, laughing at my nightmare is doing, we say we're in. Because they're doing incredible work and they're doing it in tr- with tremendous style. They're just wonderful, wonderful young people. Shane just turned 30, so he's getting ancient but yeah, come on. I, For people who don't know, mm. the it's a nonprofit that actually supplies um, assistive equipment and devices for people with physical disabilities. So if they need, you know, braces or uh, I don't know, maybe a, a wheelchair uh, van or that that kind of stuff. So it's um, really good work for people who who need it so that mm. they can live their lives. And this 5K is just one of their fundraisers. And uh, and across three continents and six countries, there'll be over 600 people running, walking, rolling during that week. So you're joining a, an international effort headed up by these wonderful young people. Um, and, and you get to hang with us. Yeah. Cool it's a that? virtual race now. Um, they've done that that way a couple of the last couple of years where you sign up to do it, you do it on your own, you report your results, you share your photos. But we wanted to get together to do it because it's more fun. So we're participating in their virtual event, but we're doing ours in person. Indeed. Yeah. Because you can do it on your own, but how much more fun. Last year, I think we had, what, 18 mm-hmm, with like us? Yeah. So if this year we can double that up, Sarah will be joining us this year. Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, uh, I'm, I won't only get to see her for a very brief period of time because as she leaves the starting line, she'll be out of sight of what my effort will be in about 200 yards. I'm, uh, I'm tempted to take a shortcut because then I could be at the finish line when Alyssa and Sarah are 
neck and neck. Well, I'm just saying drama. I'm just saying drama. That's all I'm saying. If you like drama, you like a little uh, soap opera-ish stuff, come on over. So that's July 13th. The banner will be up on the, the uh, website next week. Uh, speaking of next week, next Saturday, uh, again, oh, pressure, pressure, pressure. Poor Alyssa. Oh, my gosh. She's going to be all by herself. I don't know again. if I can handle it. You were not all by yourself last week, were you? I was, but... Well, in the studio. Yes, but a Mark uh, Mark Basak oh, called. Oh. Yeah, and I won't be all by myself next week either because I have a few people who are going to call uh, him. Jim. So, you yeah. see, she's smart. She's uh-huh. smart. <laughs> she just always... Got to use leverage. Got to use... You got to use your brain. She's smart. Because I will be playing in the Nazareth High School football team golf outing. Yes. Uh, at... Green Pond. Yes. And uh, I don't know if there are openings still available. I'm not sure about that either. They were looking for commitments like the deadline has passed, but it's possible it's they possible. could still use more golfers. Uh, if so. they can use, if Maybe you they can are. golf with you. Uh, <laughs> yes. How much fun would that be? Uh, if you th- uh, think you might want to join us next week, uh, let Alyssa know. She'll check to see if there's yeah. opening. So Alyssa and ask mtm.com. Uh, interest rates uh, rose this week rather substantially. The Fed decided to bump not a quarter of a point or a half a point. They went three quarters of a point. Uh, initial reaction in the market was, eh, okay, pretty good, and then not so good, and then kind of neutral. So the week ended up slightly down. If you have not checked interest rates of late, the only interest rates that have not gone up is whatever you're earning at your bank. And and that's a head-scratcher for a lot of people. Uh, two-year treasuries are now paying 3.1. What's fascinating is that 10-year treasuries are now paying 3.2. So why would you commit your money for 10 years to only get one-tenth of a percent per year. Don't. Please don't. But a two-year Treasury 3.1, um, 30-year mortgage rates approaching 6%. Uh, 18 months ago, under 2%. So interest rates are rising dramatically, dramatically. And, of course, happy Father's Day to everybody. <laughs> 610-720-7900, Gene at askmtm.com, Alyssa at askmtm.com. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money.
Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You've got Alyssa Young, your host. You've got More Than Money at 610-720-7900. We've had some very good calls today. We started out really, really strong. We like to keep that going. We've got 53 and a half minutes left for you. Yes. Last week, I asked people to call me to talk about ways that they're trying to save money because prices are so high. You mean like store brand crackers? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I wanted to just report back to everyone, you know, because we talked about trying to find ways to save at the grocery store and stuff. So last Mm. week when I did my grocery shopping, I bought giant brand crackers instead of Ritz crackers. My son does not approve. Yesterday, he sends me a picture of the box of crackers when he opened them out of the pantry and he sent a text with the picture and it said, Times are hard, dot, 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 with a question mark. And I wrote back, yeah, see if they're similar to Ritz. And he wrote back, SMH for shaking my head. So when I got home last night before we went to the Iron Pigs game, I'm like, so how are the crackers? They're awful, he said. They're awful. So I tried a couple. I have to admit they're not the same as Ritz. A lot of giant brand stuff is just as good. Uh, they don't quite pass for it. So I tried. Um, I still think he should just suck it up and eat them. But <laughs> I just wanted to share that with the listeners who were looking for tips on how to save money at the grocery store. The giant brand version of Ritz crackers might not mm. be your best savings mm. mechanism. I mean, unless you're willing to sacrifice a little bit of that buttery taste. Mm. <laughs> Which is why we buy Ritz in the first place yeah. for the buttery yeah. taste. Yeah, they are delicious. Uh, I, I have, there's a gentleman named James Clear. He's an author. He wrote a book called Atomic Habits. It's a very, very good book. Um, but then again, I, I generally appreciate all the books I read or Mm -hmm. most of the books I read. So, and, uh, considering that, uh, one of my nephews, uh, was up over the Memorial Day weekend and, uh, was walking around with a book and, uh, I said, so you like to read? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. He said, I know you do too. Cause he's kind of a smarty pants. And we took a tour of the house, and we've got a bookcase, I think, in every room. So there's a lot of books. But James Clear is a very, very interesting gentleman, very thoughtful. He puts out a weekly uh, email blast with uh, some quotes, some from his own mind, some from his books, some from other people that are just kind of cool. And uh, he, he quoted a woman who's, who gave financial advice from her grandmother. And it specifically applies to giant brand, off-brand crackers. <laughs> okay. Says when you buy a product that is cheap but not very good, the only time you will feel good about that choice is when you're paying for it. <laughs> when you buy something that's a little more expensive but very good, the only time you will feel badly about that choice is when you're paying for it. <laughs> after that, it gets better and better. Uh, sadly, the poor choice after that, it gets worse. And yep. worse. Yep. Uh, so unless, some things are good to spend less money on and some things are Yeah, not. you got to use <laughs> judgment. It's yep. all about judgment. <laughs> now, speaking of judgment, this is a topic that I wanted to share It is an observation I will make personally. Some folks will disagree. I will still be right. They will still be wrong. But some folks will disagree. Uh, Advisors come in lots of different flavors. That is something that if you're a loyal listener, you've already heard me talk about many, many times. 
One of the challenges that consumers, clients, audience members have when choosing an advisor is how do you know which ones are advisors and which ones are uh, so to, wolves in sheep's clothing, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, um, and, and this is something that has come up with several clients and prospective clients over the last couple of weeks, where they have interviewed someone as a prospective financial advisor, and in the conversation it becomes very clear that that quote-unquote advisor is absolutely intent that they invest in a particular product. So if your advisor or prospective advisor is, um, and my litmus test is, it's my litmus test, but it would be a correct one. If they recommend the same solution product to more than 25% of their investors, they're not advisors. They're salesmen. So if you're listening to radio on WAEB throughout the weekend and you hear some of our um, colleagues who are hosting shows and you get the impression that one is talking nonstop about, I don't know what, annuities? That's not an advisor. doesn't mean it's a bad person. It just means it's not an advisor. And if they're using the term advisor, they're using it incorrectly and they're using it in a misleading fashion. Because if they, if, if everybody they talk to ends up with an annuity, they are not a fiduciary. They are not an advisor. It would be the same if you were talking to somebody and all they, um, not all, let's, let's just give them a break. 90% of their clients end up in real estate. That's not an advisor. That's a salesman. If 90% of their clients end up buying stocks, think Ken Fisher. Um, That's not an advisor. That's a salesman. So if your advisor or the person you're evaluating as an advisor isn't, number one, a fiduciary, and number two, doesn't have access to multiple investment platforms and isn't willing to use any or all of them in combo to meet your specific needs, they are not advisors. Alyssa's nodding. It's almost like I'm, did I make a reasonable point there? (laughs) I would have to agree with that. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) 610-720-7900. I have gotten a fistful of emails about newsletters. Mm, me too. If you want your newsletter, and if you want to extend your newsletter from not just the MTM to the Alyssa Young, all you have to do is ask. They're both free. Happy to send them to you, particularly by email. It's simple. We go click. It's yours. Uh, you send me the email, gene at askmtm.com. Send it to Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com in case you're worried that I might just delete yours. <laughs> <coughs> happen happy father's day in addition uh this is a gentleman who's a good friend and a client and he is also politically correct because he addresses his email dear gene and Alyssa. uh we were thinking of buying some i bonds for a year or so but with the horrific decline in the market and our in our investments would be be would we be better off with more money in cash by the way, are your office windows still available for those of us who are getting close to jumping out a window? <laughs> yes. 
they are available because they're about one foot off the ground. Yeah, and and <laughs> and if you're really, I mean, because the front, if you go out, you just you just just jump right onto the the sidewalk. But if you go out the back, it's uh, mulch. Yep. And it's very soft. Yeah. <laughs> especially after it looks like it's raining again. Oh. Happy Saturday morning. It's at least gray and blowing. Yeah, it's windy and cloudy. Was not supposed to rain. So, mm -hmm. bottom line, uh, yes, our windows are available. Um, now, this particular gentleman, he's he's a, he's a he's a full grown human being. Uh, he's full grown. I'm not sure he makes it get through our window. I mean, uh -oh. I'm not sure I make it through the window. That's a little contortion thing. But we'll figure it out. We'll take you back. We'll make you. You, you don't have to crawl from the inside. You can just go outside, step up On onto the ledge. the ledge, and then go. I've got to end it all. <laughs> Oh, okay. Feel better now. Moving right along. Um, now, the issue of I bonds versus cash. Uh, I bonds, in, in in the grand scheme of life, are almost the equivalent of cash. You do have to have the bond. You have to hold the bond for a year. So, so there's a little um, illiquidity there. But uh, currently, right around nine percent. Last mm -hmm. I heard. Yeah. Uh, guarantee for six months and then it resets. Even if it goes to zero over the course of a year, you're going to make four and a half percent. It's not going to go to zero. But even if it goes to, uh, let's see, it's 9%. If it goes to five, you're going to get an average of seven. And if you do 20 grand, 10 for mom, 10 for dad, um, seven, 1400 bucks extra. Uh, so by the end of next year, you'll be able to afford three tanks of gas. Wait, it was sounding so good until you added that at the I end. Just, I may have overstated I mean, that just a little. It's like three tanks of free gas. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. For it's like, buy better. these bonds and get three tanks of gas for free. That's uh, Clarice. Oh. Um, sorry, I heard a uh, an, an ad for an app for saving money on gas. I, I heard it this morning ten times. Oh. Yeah, it's... I guess early morning on WAEB radio on Saturdays, they kind of fill up with. Uh -huh. So okay. you can recite it word for word. Like for us just now. Clarice. Yes. Uh, so bottom line, sir. Uh, yeah, I bonds uh, very safe, very secure. Chance to make a little extra money. Um, as many people have reached out to us in recent weeks asking about I bonds, um, the facts are pretty straightforward. They are not available in investment accounts. They are only available for taxpayers going directly to the Treasury. You go online. Uh, you're allowed $10,000 per taxpayer per year. Um, they are inflation-adjusted, not interest-rate-adjusted. So when people say, hey, the Fed raised the rate yesterday, so I'm going to make more on my I-bonds. No, you're not. The adjustments are based on inflation, not on interest rates. So... Make sure that you are clear about that. But gosh, where else are you going to get 9% guaranteed? We all hope inflation subsides mm -hmm. for every other reason besides the I-bond return. We are prayerful <laughs> that you are only happy with your I-bonds for one year. Yes. <laughs> and, and and then we're, we're, we're prayerful that... <laughs> that you, they're worthless after you that. You <laughs> don't like them anymore. Yeah. Uh, goodness gracious. Um, I had one more. Uh, one of our most loyal listeners writes earlier, you said that people don't have to know how to do math because the software does it for us. True to a point, of course, of course, he's a CPA. Mm -hmm. So, so of course, 
uh, just as you should know how to do basic arithmetic functions before you use a calculator, you need to have a working knowledge of the math involved in a calc before you place your reliance on the answers you get. I see this in the world of income taxes. People th- think since they just plug the numbers in their TurboTax package uh, that this is what I do as well. Automa- automation is great, but you still have to understand if the answer you're getting is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very true. Uh, this reminds me of the old joke about a company that was having computer problems, called in a tech support specialist. He looked at the computer, pressed a single button, got it working, gave them a bill for a thousand bucks. Ew. And they said, how can that be? He says, pressing the button, a dollar. They wanted an itemized bill. Knowing which button to press, 999. <laughs> very, very good. And he notes, by the way, the dancing dirt dudes have not appeared at Coca-Cola Park for at least five years. So you are not five paying, years. You are not paying attention. You have got to pay more attention. Oh, got to be more aware. Why? I'm going to complain. You go to the game. You jog around the no, outside. I, you pr- I go like once a year. And like I said, I don't remember if I missed last year or if it was two years ago we went. But I it hasn't been all that frequent. But I Five just, years. Five years. They I, were discontinued when a different landscaping company took over field management for the Iron Pit. Well, thanks for that update. But yeah. I'm vi- that's very disappointing. Well, it's very disappointing in your powers of recollection. Cause okay, this is not about me. This is about uh, the be, dancing dirt. It dudes. may very well be about you. Now, now that we've kind of more I'm closely start exam- a petition. <laughs> <laughs> also, what? so that uh, people are going to sign. I hope Alyssa remembers things no, better. No, they're going to say we want the dirt dudes to dance again. Also, they need to play the walk up music for like a couple seconds longer because sometimes they were really good songs and then they would cut it off right away just as I was starting to get into it. So, and, so they were your jam. Yeah, like oh, this is my jam, and then it would be over already. Did before anybody I could have uh, superstitious from no. uh, Stevie Wonder? No, but well, there were some good tunes. They're just kids. Yep. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to David. David, good morning. Yeah, hey, morning. Yeah, I was uh, wondering if there's a way uh, to stimulate the local economy. Um, it, it, like, for example, you were talking about those I-bonds, and it sounded like they were only going to go to individuals. They don't want big old uh, you know brokers to be dealing with those I-bonds. They want the, the real humans... Uh, real uh, uh, Americans. Americans, yeah, yeah, real Americans to get uh, an I bond, and maybe they can work toward getting their kids uh, college education with those I bonds, stuff like that. And so, you know, it, it, that is there an agreement with those bonds that they're going to be used locally? So, for and, it, and it, this has always been a question I had, like with the Federal Reserve when it was created. A lot of people were scared to death that all of that money was going to be, uh, and, and especially Social Security, when I think about it, that the money, would it be sucked to Washington, D.C. and never come back? Or would there be some sort of local way that Social Security would invest in, like, local school districts or local sewer bond issues or local uh, university bond issues or, you know, things like that, uh, freshwater systems. And so the Social Security money was kept stable by investing locally. And then over the course of time, people forgot that logic or it got sabotaged and the money then goes straight out of town. So uh, with the same, like with the supply chain problems that we've got and high gasoline prices and things like that, it would seem to me that investing in the local bus system, 
uh, the local mass transit system would not only keep your gasoline money in town, but that it would then turn into local jobs. And, uh, you know, if the bus system's only running three, three buses a day, well, turn it into 15 a day. Uh, and all of that money then stays in town. It doesn't get sucked to Saudi Arabia or Houston. It, it stays in town, and the uh, oil and gas boys can shove it, and, uh, uh, and the local economy gets stimulated. David, I appreciate your comments very much, and, and they're very interesting. And, and in many cases, uh, there there are lots of folks who would agree with you. Sadly, that is absolutely the inverse of how the system is set up. Washington indeed does suck the money into the great black hole behind the beltway. And, yep, it ends up in Saudi Arabia or Iran or Colombia or uh, elsewhere often uh, does it come back into the local economies? Almost never. So the uh, thought is 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 a very interesting one, and certainly one lots of folks would support. It isn't realistic at the moment, and it's not kind of likely to be realistic in the future. When they brought the lottery to the state of Pennsylvania, it was billed as the opportunity for senior citizens to never pay real estate taxes again. Every dime of the lottery proceeds were going to senior citizens. And check with some of your friends who are senior citizens. They sure as heck wished that that had happened. It didn't. Social Security was set up to uh, uh, fund uh, retirement for Americans uh, with complete safety. Politicians got their hands on the money. And any talk about a Social Security trust fund is simply an accounting um, uh, goodness uh, misnomer uh, a, a misnomer is the most polite word i can think of <laughs> so if you want money invested in a investment that will go directly to something local state of pennsylvania tax-free bonds come in lots of flavors and they do come in uh, many cases uh, specific to for example school districts who are raising money or colleges that are raising money utilities that are raising money in some cases transit companies that are raising money so if you are, if anyone is interested in specifically benefiting a particular location, tax-free bonds is uh, certainly an opportunity they should look at uh, pretty carefully. Um, it is tax-free bonds are kind of a subset of the bigger issue of bonds. So they're going to have some challenges uh, going forward with rising interest rates. But at least um, if, if your objective is to get your money back into the local economy, that would be a way to do it. David, thank yeah, you so remember, very right? no, no, no. Thank you so very much for your phone call. We appreciate it very much. God bless you and have a, a great weekend, a great Father's Day. 610-720-7900. Always keep in mind, still Gene and Alyssa's show. <laughs> it's not, not a monologue. It's a dialogue. It's a good guideline. It's a good guidance. 610-720-7900. Gene at askmtm.com. You've been on your phone a lot over there. I have lots of emails coming in. Seriously? <laughs> really? Yes. Does something, any of them say anything like newsletter or anything like that? Yes. Yeah, I got a bunch of those. Yeah, you guys are getting I was really, just making a list. So really I annoying. Really annoying, I tell you. Uh, email says, my husband and I are establishing a living revocable trust. Our two adult children are the trustees. My husband and I are still working. Should the trust be listed as the beneficiary for my and my husband's 401k and any IRAs that we have? 
if they want their um, assets to be distributed per the rules of that trust at their passing, then they should go into the trust. But aren't there some tax and distribution oddities when you take IRAs and 401ks and put them into a trust as benefit when you ha- when you name a trust as a beneficiary mm. specifically of an IRA or a 401k are there some things that you might need to kind of weigh the pros and cons of when it comes to tax without a doubt so let's yeah. start with uh, the best piece of advice either Alyssa or I could give you about l- revocable living trusts uh, trusteeships beneficiaries meet with a trusted experienced estate planning attorney. And if you don't know one, call us because we do a trusted experienced estate planning attorney. Revocable living trusts are rarely, rarely um, a huge advantage to a family. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're not an advantage in certain cases, but in many cases I have seen in my 780 years, they have been sold as a, a panacea. Hey, you're going to avoid probate and probate is dreadful and it's horrible. And you, you want to avoid probate at all costs. Not mm, true. Right. And by the way, if that's how this was sold, then the answer becomes much easier because if you name your children as beneficiaries, of your IRAs and your 401ks, they don't go through probate. Right. They already avoid probate. Right. So uh, putting them into the, first of all, that you can't own an IRA in a living trust. Right. Um, Having the living trust as the beneficiary is a redundancy and a repetition, and it's doing the same thing over and over and over again. So it's important to have a trust as a beneficiary if the trust would be serving the purpose of uh, making sure that someone who has disabilities and is receiving special aid for that reason. Special needs trust. Yes, yeah. that's like an, one of those reasons where you definitely need inheritance to be distributed a through doubt. a trust. And that is rarely a living revocable trust. Right. So I, I, I think we would need more information about mm. the purpose of this trust. No and, question about yeah. it. And again... I can't say it more strongly. You must meet with a trusted, experienced estate planning attorney because you're actually uh, conflating. What a great word. Um, It happened on my knee once. I had a conflation. (laughs) Um, You're conflating a number of different, very important topics. You're conflating estate planning with tax planning. You're conflating probate control uh, with uh, ultimate control. And if your adult children need supervision or um, uh, assistance uh, beyond your lifetime. Uh, You may have um, um, social security and or other benefit issues that you've got to um, uh, consider so that you've, you will make a decision that as best as can be done will meet all of the issues. Almost never all of them perfectly. So there may be some compromises that need to be Mm -hmm. uh, put into effect. But again, uh, Alyssa is absolutely correct. Until we know what your priorities are, we can't give you a specific answer. But 
using probably one of the more common priorities, which is I want to avoid probate and make it easy for my kids. If you've got IRAs and 401ks and you've named your children as beneficiaries, you've already done it. That's right. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're coming up to our last break, which means that we're going to have 23 minutes and 70 seconds when we go coming back. 70 seconds. Yeah, 24 minutes, 10 seconds (laughs) when we come back from a break. I just did the quick math because I'm very good. I'm very mathy. You are mathy because you're an old old white guy. guy. Although I was up at Lake Ontario, got some sun, so I'm an old pale guy. I'm not white so much as I am pale. Okay. Mm. I have a Fitbit tan. Oh, that's what you get when you run like the wind. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. We've got an email from Mike that we're going to answer after the break. We'll do that, of course. And uh, we'll remind you that uh, you should circle July 13th on your calendar. Gosh, what's today? The 18th. It's less than a month away. It's a Wednesday evening. It's going to be great fun. Um, it's going to be great fun for a great cause laughing in my nightmare. So please circle that. We'll give you more details as we get closer. Voice of an angel says we got to take a break. Don't go anywhere. This is the last one of the show. When we return, we answer your calls. 610-720-7900 on more than money. I'm giving for your kindness, I'm dead to you, and I never could have come this far without you. Bumper music brought to you by a special request. <laughs> we had a call in from well, it's Casey Kasem. We got a letter <laughs> from Alyssa, a long-distance dedication <laughs> from Alyssa in Nazareth <laughs> to her favorite sleepy boy, Zach, uh, and that furry monster, Murphy. Just wanted to say, don't be so superstitious. Wow. <laughs> not, not too bad, huh? Casey's been gone a long time, wherever he may be buried. You know that story, right? I do not. Uh, he was married to like a, a child at his death, and she ended up, I think originally she had him buried like in Poland. I mean, it was what? crazy. And his family's like losing their mind, but she was his wife, and she had legal control. And Oh, yeah, crazy. Interesting. Long distance dedication. Alyssa in Nazareth. Alyssa in Wingat, Pennsylvania. I used to call a radio station and request songs and then try to record them on my cassette player when they played. Nice. Yep, ah, you're not I'm a child. I'm pretty old. Yeah, I was going to say. 610-720. I was going to say, but then I got smart. I don't want to get punched. 610-720-7900. What? You think girls don't punch guys? They do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Got bruises. I, I punch somebody at least once a week. 
No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't. Wear your shoes when you're taking the trash out, damn it. <laughs> Just a thought. Just a thought. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Um, we answer every single email, no matter how ridiculous they may be. <laughs> uh, we got a number of emails after. Uh, let me see. Was it David? David decided to do a monologue. Um, it, 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 and God bless him. Um, if, if, if that's kind of what gets your blood moving, eh, I'll dance with you. Um, <laughs> some of the emails are just head scratchers. And, and then, um, we have to make a judgment call about what level of politeness to, uh, demonstrate or not. Um, not many weeks ago, I got a, uh, about three weeks ago, I got an email that was just rude. Uh, answered him back politely and said, "Hey, you know, I I, th- I think you're over the top with your language, but so we we disagree. So what? I disagree with my friends all the time about all kinds of stuff. They're still my friends. Yeah, he didn't like that because if I disagree with him, apparently I cannot be his friend. Mm. And his what, loss. I was going to say how how remarkably comfortable for me." <laughs> just remarkably comfortable so uh if you get an email uh response from me that's just hey thanks for the email that means you probably, you probably weren't bringing much to the table or you just caught me on the day where i was feeling a little snarky um, but we do answer um, not all on air sadly we don't have enough time both on the radio and tv to get all the questions on air but uh, what were you showing me that i should be you were talking about ridiculous emails and this this was one that um, I received a couple months ago about somebody who was trying to plan on um, like estate planning and gifting. Oh my god! And it, and it's the level of detail he goes into about you know different items he has and what they're worth and whether he should give them away or keep them in his estate. And he's talking about like a tra- a ten year old tractor and his wife's <laughs> dolls and all these things. And it's just like, dude. <laughs> Dude, suck it up. Dude. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> it, it, it made me By laugh. By the way, you, you, all the collections that you have that you're um, uh, really concerned about, uh, your heirs being very cautious and careful because they're very valuable, they're not. They're just not. And I'm, I, somebody has to break it to you. Those beanie babies that you've had in the boxes that you never opened and that you've got yeah. stacked up and they've been in the garage for 40 years. <laughs> yeah, you you spent more uh, time, money, and effort keeping them than you're going to get back from them. Yeah. I mean, this uh, goes even into, like, power tools and a sewing machine. It's like you can't, uh, you can't plan, like, what's going to happen to every single one of your possessions when you die. You just need to live your life and use those do things. Do what your mom did. Put a piece of masking tape underneath each one and put a name on it. That's what your mom did. Uh, not your mom. That's no. what our moms used to do when they would have a special stuff around the house, little knickknacks, and the the daughters are fighting over it. It was never the sons fighting over it because what, what did we want knickknacks for? <laughs> but they, that plate, mom promised me. No, she just took a piece of masking tape and wrote some names yes, on I'm it. I'm going to start doing that now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Do it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like on the bottom of the lamp in the living room, <laughs> Juliana. <laughs> like, why does it say my name on this lamp? Because I want you to have it when I die. It'll be like an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> hey, look what mom's leaving me. 
It's going to be hard. How do you put masking tape on the mama Murphy? Like, <laughs> it won't stick. Shave his belly. Yeah. <laughs> put a piece of Maybe tape. I'll get it tattooed. On uh, <laughs> okay. So a gentleman writes, based on current stock market losses, if my IRA has lost 30% of its value, would now be a good time to convert to a Roth, assuming the conversion is more paperwork than actually selling and repurchasing funds. The answer is, yeah, it's a very good idea. Um, pick a number if it was a hundred grand and now it's 70, if you had converted the entire hundred a year ago, you would have paid, if we're using 20% as your tax bracket, as an example, you would have paid 20 grand. If you do it now, you're going to pay 14. You save $6,000. Will those investments rebound? The answer is, well, okay. Will investments in general, because I don't know about the ones you picked, but investments in general, will they rebound? The answer is yeah. How, high, and when? I don't know. We're not psychic. Psychotic, not psychic. Um, but they will. And they'll rebound in a tax-free environment. So you can go from 70 back to 100, and then when you pull it out to spend it later, pay tax on all of it. Or you can convert some or all of the 70 and end up paying no tax on all of the gains. So, Mike, good question, good idea you're thinking, you're thinking right. Now, speaking of thinking, and in this case, not thinking right, we've had two clients in recent weeks um, angry with car dealerships for good reason. They both have cars coming off lease. Both of the leases had buyout um, prices in their contracts. And in both cases, the dealership said, yeah, that's really not the price. It's a much higher price. And in one case, the gentleman went from the price that was in the contact contract to initially one that was $12,000 higher. And when he kept pushing and pushing, he got very little response from the dealership. Then he went directly to the manufacturer and ended up getting a credit for over 10,000 bucks. Wow, good for him. Uh, good for him indeed. Uh, we now have a report from a gentleman, uh, Carl Brower, executive analyst at the automotive research iccars.com, says some car dealerships are not honoring lease contracts. Because of low inventories and rising used car values, some dealerships are trying to charge consumers who want to buy their cars at lease end more than what was agreed to in the contracts. Um, he says, what you must do is remind the dealer that a contract is a legal agreement and that you will contact your attorney and, if necessary, the state attorney general. And if you are signing a new lease, read it very carefully for creative fees and any language that allows the dealer to raise the buyback price. Dealerships have, um, in many cases, they're dealing with leases that were issued three and four years ago when prices were, quote-unquote, normal. Mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing normal about prices now. Uh, used car prices are up dramatically, and if they can get you to pay an awful lot more for your car on the buyout, or if they can buy your car for a very low price and then resell it, um, is it honorable? Absolutely not. It's, it's incredibly dishonorable. 
Uh, do I understand that car dealerships are in a tough spot? I get that. Uh, n- no more difficult than the average consumer when they fill up at the pump. Tough spot. But be honorable. Um, meet your obligations. You have a legal contract. Honor it. Uh, in one case, the dealership refused to speak to the client. Oh, wow. That's nice. Until your lease is up and you're willing to negotiate with us, we won't even talk to you. So, again, um, if necessary, talk to your attorney. If um, necessary, call Harrisburg, the attorney general, and let them know. Um, the attorney general, not often, but on pretty regular occasion, files charges against companies that uh, operate in a, well, in this case, it's an illegal. It's mm-hmm. just just flat out. If, if it's not illegal, it's certainly immoral. Um, car dealerships. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Remind folks about our July thirteenth uh, event, please. Sure. So you are invited to join us at six o'clock Wednesday, July thirteenth, for the Laughing at My Nightmare five k. It's a run, walk, or roll, or cheer event. Mm. We are gathering to do the virtual five k together as an in-person group event in a neighborhood near our office. Um, to raise some money for Laughing at My Nightmare, which is a nonprofit that um, provides equipment and assistive devices to people with physical disabilities. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this last year as a team, and we're going to invite lots of people to join us. So if you don't want to run, walk, or roll a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, you could do a shorter distance. You can make signs and cheer people along the route. You could hand out water halfway through the race. You, you could can, bring goodies. You can bring snacks. You can um, greet us at the finish line. Whatever it is you want to do just to kind of be there and have fun, um, it won't take long. You know, we'll be there for about an hour, maybe a little bit more. Um, so, you know, spend an hour with us and we'd love to see you. I will put information together on our website this week. So when you go to morethemoneyonline.com, there will be a banner at the top you can click on and get to a page that will ask you to RSVP just so we have an idea of who's joining us. And maybe you can um, add a note if you plan to participate in the actual run, walk, or roll, or if you would just like to be um, a supporter on the sideline. I'll give you some ideas of how you could do that. And um if you have questions, you can email or call me. July 13th. Circle the date. It'll be in the evening. I think we're going to start around 6. Yep. And Alyssa's being very optimistic. She should take about an hour. I figure that's how long it's going to take me to stretch out these hammies just to get ready, just get warmed up. Stretch out these hammies. I heard that. I have no idea what that actually means. <laughs> I, just, I just heard that phrase being tossed around. Oh uh, if you are um, uh, paying, if you're keeping score at home, Last week, Alyssa was flying semi-solo with a guest uh, joining her by the phone. Next week, she will be doing the same thing. Last week, um, Diane and I had the uh, wonderful opportunity to join some friends up at Lake Ontario. I had never been on Lake Ontario. Uh, They have a place on the lake, and we went with friends and stayed in a wonderful, wonderful cabin. And she's just enjoyed so much of that, and Alyssa was kind enough to carry the show effort. And uh, next week, she'll be doing the same thing. So two out of three weeks, you are dealing with the host of the show, Alyssa Young. I will be at um, Green Pond Country Club. Um, I hope to see you. If you see me, make sure that you uh, you give me a, 
a hearty handshake and uh, add a boy, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, I want to thank Gene for um, his contribution next week. He's not just going to golf for fun. He is um, also a sponsor of this tournament because he's supporting the Nazareth Area High School Football Team Booster Club. My son is going into his senior year, mm. and he is um, – a key player on that team, and we're really excited about the upcoming football season. So mm-hmm. thank you, Gene, for supporting Andrew and his teammates, one of whom was sitting in front of us at the <laughs> Iron Pigs game last night. Um, they're a great group of kids, great group of coaches. The program's done really well. Um, we're really proud to be a part of it, and we've all been enjoying it very much. And Gene comes to some of those football games, too. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I hope you have fun next week. Um, and oh, I guarantee you we'll have fun. Good. <laughs> I'm not guaranteeing any quality golf whatsoever. Eh, that doesn't matter. But I guarantee you we'll have fun for, and for a good reason. We're very proud to sponsor it, not just because of Andrew. He's a fine young man and and uh, and helping out kids that are that are doing the right things and making progress on, on, on life's journey is is a real pleasure for us. Uh, it's being selfish, too. We're, we're investing in our future. This is the, our community, our high school, our, our kids. These are, this, is, this is the future. And considering what a mucked up job the uh, generation of the 60s has done with uh, this, uh, the leadership in our country, I am, um, I am cautiously optimistic that Andrew's generation and uh, maybe even just we'll extend that out maybe five or ten years either side of that generation are going to do a much better job. So selfishly, <laughs> I want them to have all the tools. I want every advantage to them so that they can step up and fix this thing. 610-720-7900 is the number that Jane has called. Jane, good morning. Um, the reason I'm calling you is is uh, you just mentioned um, calling the Attorney General of, the, of Pennsylvania with questions. Mm-hmm. And I called them this week with a question, and they are not taking phone calls right now. What, you get a message, at least I did, I got a message that said, if you have called us in the past and you are waiting for a return call, you will get that return call. If this is the first time you're calling about an issue, we are not taking any new phone calls at this time. And then click. I couldn't even leave a message. Oh, my word. That's disgraceful. Who is the attorney general? I should know that, and I don't. Josh Shapiro? Shapiro, yeah. yeah, Isn't he running for something? I I think so. Oh, he's he's running away from Harrisburg? I guess so. Wow, that is crazy. I I assume I assume I called the right number because I, I, you know, I. Well, you got the answering machine, yeah. I got the answering machine, yeah. He's running. Oh, yeah. Shapiro's running for governor against Mastriani, or Mastriano. Mastriano. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, that's good to know that uh, the gentleman (laughs) who wants to be our next governor (laughs) is running an organization that doesn't even want you to talk to them. Right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we had a similar circumstance, uh, my wife and I, about a year ago. Uh, one of uh, an account that we were unaware of was uh, sent to the state of Pennsylvania, to the Treasury, unclaimed property um, by a company, a disreputable company that should not have done it. And they said, it's really easy. Just call the Treasury and they'll send, you know, you'll fill out a form and they'll send it to you. 
We called and they said, all of our representatives are currently working on the unemployment compensation side, uh, which is more important than anything that you're asking about. Um, oh, it's crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. So, and meanwhile, on the website of the attorney general, it says protecting consumers and combating <laughs> scams is a top priority of the office of attorney general. Oh, is it? Well, apparently not right this moment. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Jane, thank you so yeah, much for letting she, us know. Well, you know sure. what? We'll, we'll follow up on that. We'll, we'll, we'll rattle some cages just for fun. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a great weekend. I was going to ask you oh, for yeah. the recommendation of the lawyer that I know you talk about a lawyer and you have a lawyer on occasionally. And I was going to actually, actually I thought about calling and getting that phone number for myself to call with my question. Yeah, um, do I? You can call our office directly, and they'll put you in touch with yes, with Keith Stroll. Okay. Keith is with Steckel and Stop. They are a firm in Sladington. They actually have a number of different offices throughout the valley. Okay, um, but Keith has been wonderful. He meets with clients. Uh, initial consultation, no charge. Comes to our okay. office to meet with folks. Allows folks to come up to his office. Talks by phone. He's just. I think you're going to okay. really enjoy meeting him. And he'll be on the okay. radio show next week. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keith is going to join. Well, he'll talk about specifically next week. We're going to talk about like nursing home, um, like preparation, like things people okay. can do about preparing for if you need to go to a nursing home. How can you protect your assets and plan for that? So that will be okay. the, the topic he'll talk about. So good to know because yeah. I'm 64. <laughs> All right. Ah, bless us. God bless you, Jane. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. 64. Child, she's just a child, <laughs> just a child. Anyone younger than Jean is just a child. Absolutely, a lot of people older than me are just children. Mm. Um, and then there's me who just acts like a child, <laughs> and is is so proud of that. You would you think by now, actually, my wife thought, you know, God, by now, be a grown up. <laughs> she would be a grown up. And the answer is, no, he isn't. She's sorely disappointed. It's no, unbelievable. No. no, I know. She's, there a lot of depression, a lot of depression. <laughs> I had my full physical. Turned out that I'm literally in perfect health. And she went, Ser- oh. seriously? Shucks. Seriously. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, we have a client. He's just one of the most wonderful people. He, uh, 92, I think, maybe 93. He has a physical challenge. I asked him if um, his doctor recommended treatment, and he said yes. I said, are you going to take the treatment? He said, of course. I said, I don't want to be cut down in the prime of my life. <laughs> That's fabulous. That's just fabulous. Uh, I mean, I've always loved him. Now I love him more. I just think that's the greatest answer you can possibly have. <laughs> and, yes, for all of you who have been sending emails kind of nonstop, um, we will get you both uh, newsletters and uh, – and, uh, yeah, you should. You should absolutely read both of them. There's just so much good information out there. And um, while we share a common value system, Alyssa and I, we have our own clients and we have our own uh, uh, topics that we bump into and that we uh, find, wow, that's interesting. And, and so you're, you're getting the, uh, the benefit of one and a half marvelous minds. I think yours is pretty well intact. I'm oh, we can not, say, wait, not really clear you, about. 
Who's got the half? I am not sure. <laughs> Some days I'm not sure I would claim having the entire half. Maybe we both have three quarters. Mm. <laughs> uh, your job is secure. You don't have to do crap like that. I mean, after <laughs> after we started out way back, what, two hours ago with the girl going, she is such an asset to your company. Oh, my God. Why does your mom do that? Anyway. Kind of, I'm a, she I, loves me. She <laughs> is definitely an asset to your company. I enjoy listening to her. Oh, by the way, yeah, I listen to Jean, too. What is out of a sir? How much time? Ah, very good. Um, we've had a lot of circumstances this particular week. Uh, I'm sorry, there's somebody on the phone. Is it this one? Uh, so we'll go to <laughs> Al. Al, good morning. We just have a minute or so in this edition. What's your question for us? Uh, it's very general, and I don't know if we have enough time, but I was just going to ask you, in today's world with the economy the way it is, what's more dangerous regarding risk tolerance to uh, be too conservative and have every, all your money tied up to protect the principal or to be too invested in stocks and bonds and lose it all and not have time to recover? I realize that depends on my age and everything. What's more dangerous yeah, you, you, you've already answered the question really nicely. It depends. It depends on your circumstance. It depends on your goals. It depends on the amount of money you have. It depends on your ability to sleep at night, which is a really important factor a lot of folks don't talk about relative to investments. Recovery time is really important. If you are 75 years old and you lose 30% and it's going to take two or three years to come back, that's probably not a difficult thing to absorb. If you're 85 or 90, that may be a much different, especially emotionally, mentally thing to absorb. And by the way, inversely, if you're 25 and your accounts are down 25 or 30%, suck it up, buttercup, ride it out. Don't be emotional. Learn to tolerate these kinds of things because you've got 30, 40, 50 years years for this to go up and down and in general it will go up so yeah risk tolerance there are a lot of things to be concerned about stocks going down further bonds being crushed by rising interest rates inflation eating into um, the ability to uh, pay for gasoline at the pump a lot of concerns it's got to be matched up to what you're trying to do in your circumstance i appreciate al your call very very much it's the end of the show so if you wish to contact us for a free second opinion meet with one of our financial advisors very easy you can go to our website morethanmoneyonline.com morethanmoneyonline.com you can email alyssa a-l-y-s-s-a at askmtm.com gene g-e-n-e at askmtm.com and you can go old school give us a call 610-746-7007 Alyssa will see you next week on More Than Money Happy Father's Day I don't know how you keep on giving for your